everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Reading with Miss Ebling. I wanted to give you some advice for virtually teaching English language learners. You may know that I am the English teacher for our county's English Language Support Center. This means that while I am not an ESOL teacher, I do exclusively teach English to English learners. Today, I wanted to share three tips for successfully teaching these students virtually. First, keep directions as simple as possible. I recently helped a student with an assignment that asked her to create a new invention. This project was a two-page document that asked her to create a survey, design the invention, disseminate the survey, and use the results to modify her original design. This is a very creative assignment that I am sure engaged a lot of students. But after I went over everything with her and asked her if she had any questions, she said, what is an invention? This is not a knock on the assignment itself, but rather a demonstration of the amount of work English learners need to do in order to understand the directions of an assignment. Experience has shown me that I need to chunk large projects into smaller pieces and establish frequent check-ins where I ask specific questions about the assignment to gauge the student's understanding. Tip two, explicitly show students how to use all tech tools, even ones you may assume they already know how to use. While I have heard many teachers lament over the fact that our students do not have the tech skills we would assume they do, even though they are digital natives, keep in mind this is probably even harder for students like mine who may have never used a computer before. If you want ELs to use a specific website, please show them how to do it by having them share their screen and use the annotate tool to show them what to click on. If one cannot read English yet, they will have a hard time finding things like the turn in button or the accept button. Here at the center, we have taught many students how to use Google Translate for the first time. Even if they did know how to use the basic translation tools, they may not know how to translate a website, how to translate a document, or that they can use audio features. My last tip is offer one-on-one -on -one support when possible. The first way to do this is through conferences or tutoring. So last week I had students stay in the waiting room on Zoom while I pulled individuals in for conferences with my co-teacher. I know I'm very lucky to have a co-teacher, uh, but I wanted to tell you that this one-on-one -on -one time was really helpful in identifying issues that I would not have seen otherwise. If you can't do one-on-one, -on -one, you could do a group session. So we have a help room that we run through Zoom for all of our tutoring sessions in the morning or afternoon. And this is where we do most of our tech teaching. And if you do not have a platform that you are using for messages, I really suggest using the Talking Points app. Parents do not have to download the app. It just goes through as a text message and you can immediately translate it from English to their native language without you having to do any of that work. A 
Of course, keep in mind that these strategies are beneficial for all students, and I am sure that you are already doing a lot of them. However, I want to keep these ideas in the forefront of your mind when you're wondering why your English language learners may not be completing their work, or if you want to try something new for those students that you know that are struggling. Have a great week, everyone.